Alright, it's Bible Talk Walk, and we're going to read Romans chapter 3, and using the NIV and ESV, um, and uh, Tiana's going to read too, which is fitting, because in Romans chapter 16, it talks about Phoebe sharing the Word of God, uh, I believe. So, and that's uh, 16.3, I think, so, but uh, anyway, we will, uh, or 16.1. All right, chapter three. Um, yeah, I guess I'll start real quick and then um, to jump in. All right, it says, "What advantage then is there in being a Jew, or what value is there in circumcision? Much in every way. First of all, they have been entrusted with the very words of God. What if some did not have faith?" Would their lack of faith nullify God's faithfulness? Not at all. Let God be true and every man a liar, as it is written, so that you may be proved right when you speak and prevail when you judge. But if our righteousness brings out God's righteousness more clearly, what shall we say, that God is unjust in bringing his wrath on us? I am using a human argument certainly not if that were so how could god judge the world some someone might argue if my falsehoods if my falsehood enhances god's truthfulness and so increases his glory why am i still condemned as a sinner why not say as we are being slanderously reported as saying, and as some claim that we say, let us do evil that good may result, their condemnation is deserved. In verse 9. Okay. What shall we conclude then? Do we have any advantage? Not at all. For we already made the change, and Jews and Gentiles alike are all under the power of sin. And as it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands that understands there is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. Their throats are open graves. Their tongues practice deceit. The position of vipers is on their lips. Their mouth are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and misery marks their ways in the way of peace. They do not know. There's no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world has account- accountable to God. Therefore no one will no therefore no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by the works of the law. Rather through the law we become conscious of our sin. Verse 21, but now a righteousness from God apart from law has been made known to which the law and the prophets testify this righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe there is no difference for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. He did this 
to demonstrate his justice because in his forbearance he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his justice at the present time so as to be just in the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Verse 27. Where then is boasting? Is it included because of what law? The law that requires works? No, because of the law that requires faith. For we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too, since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and uncircumcised through the same faith. Do we then nullify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. Amen. Shalom. I don't really want to listen to it. I don't like this reading. <laughs>